Conversate for a Few. This episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip-hop. What we doing today, bro? Uh, we got to talk about unionizing hip-hop uh, and the urgent need for uh, hip-hop and the artists to form unions. Ah, uh, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, Yeah, yeah. And why not? Because the genre has been around longer, long enough to have already had a union form. Yeah, to have to, to have viable union form. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because you know, we'll during the good discussion, I guess we'll reveal to the people some information that I learned, and I'm, I think you learned some things too in researching yeah. this. This is kind of wild. So we always kind of go back and and let people know how we ended up talking about this in the first place. But how we got prompted to it is, um, with the popularity of podcasts and major podcast companies being picked up and uh purchased for instance or licensed by 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 spotify or apple Podcasts or whoever um amazon's got a few um well specifically at spotify people have started to those companies specifically podcast gimlet and the ringer three different podcast companies that um were picked up by spotify have decided to unionize and they're fighting for specific uh creative rights or creator rights or rights um specific to their uh their title at at their title or their function on uh on these on these platforms right right i was gonna just read um like a quick excerpt that outline with those three particular companies are uh, fighting for, which is which is going to just really tie so beautifully into uh, hip hop artists should okay. be doing. Okay. But it says on uh, this is from Vice.com article titled Three of Spotify Podcast Unions Stop Working to Demand Better Workplace Conditions," uh, and it, it says uh, was relative to our discussion. On Friday, three unions at Spotify kicked off a two-hour work stoppage in solidarity with their collective struggles for fairer contracts and mm-hmm. better workplace conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right, bro. Yeah. That's what we need. Isn't that the main argument in hip-hop when it's all said and done? Yeah. Is the argument is always over contracts and what this person got, what they didn't get, and this person got cheated, and mm-hmm. and I'm still locked into this. Or I, or they haven't paid me yet. I haven't got my check on time. Me, right mm-hmm. or trying not to pay me. Yep, yep. So what they what they're working towards at the Ringer and at Podcast and over at Gimlet, uh, I thought that maybe it might be some sort of example of what could be done. In, in hip hop or in music itself. Now, I, I look at the scale of it and I realize that the scale of it is a bit off. You know what I mean? We're talking about three companies that were purchased by, by Spotify versus companies that aren't necessarily purchased by, but mm-hmm. are in, well, in, in that regard, it seems like it would make it easiest because the, 
these companies, these independent labels aren't necessarily purchased by major labels. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just work in conjunction with major yeah. labels. They sign deals with or make agreements with major labels. So it would seem to their benefit to try to unionize. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I understand that the scale is different. I guess that's what I was speaking to. Not the difference in necessity, but the scale is different, you know. Right. Um, trying to trying to unionize inside a company like Spotify has got to be completely different than trying to unionize, you know what I'm saying, well, musicians yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. work against and, the artists, I mean, work right. against the labels or work in the artist's interests. Right, and that's what I was going to going to say. It, it is it is easier, but like from your account, how how long has podcast been around? Whew. Since 2009, 2007, something around there. Okay. And then, and okay. And then if we talk about, and you was on it early. See, I wasn't on podcast then. Right. And, but yep. like, so now right. when we look at like, let's say hip hop's age, and we won't go from, we'll go from the latter time period that most people stamp dealing with when music is being put out. So we go. So, um, so that's what, uh, how many, how many years? 40. 40. All right. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to read another small section from this okay. article. Gimlet, that was one of the three podcasts that, that, you know, essentially went on strike. Right. Right. But it says Gimlet unionized months after the Spotify deal, making it the first podcast company to form a union and has spent the last year fighting for a more equitable and inclusive workplace. Yeah. <laughs> that was just months after. Now, I'm not saying, I understand it's different and harder to like unionize within hip hop. Right. But 40 right. years. 40 years, fam. <laughs> These... We got our first billionaire with Drake. Yeah. We have and we have enough, yeah, enough people that's, with enough influence and power to get it done. That's a fact. That's a fact. I so talk to me about why you think. Okay, so should we talk about what has been done, and then we could talk about why we think what what's yeah, lacking was allowed to happen. Been, you know yeah, what I mean? And you know what I'm saying? We could talk about what has been done, then we can get to right. What's yeah, lacking and why? How right, about that? that? Okay. So, start with the big dog. Yeah. The first thing I found was that artists, not producers, not, not instrumentalists, not musicians, but the, the singer, the voice, mm-hmm. is pretty much covered. It's pretty much unionized. So a rapper would be eligible to be unionized via SAG, the Screen Actors Guild. Right. Um. Yeah. That, I don't think people know that, man. No. Because, I, because and, and I'm telling you, and, that, and, and that's to my ignorance as well, like, to be honest, like I thought originally, it like I was. I think I texted you that it was just for actors. Yeah. 
Because yeah. like the hyphenated part, the after, which I'm calling after, they don't call it that, but right. since they call it SAG SAG, right. I'm calling it after. But the AFTR, which is that hyphenated part, is inclusive of the radio, television, and mu- mu- musical artists. Right. Uh, so right. I didn't. So I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I don't think they know. And like I'm saying, I don't know if you had looked that up, but I don't know if that that was always a part because when I originally learned about SAG and saw my friends actor, he's an actor, his SAG card, he yeah. showed me didn't have the, you know, the hyphenated part with it. So I didn't know that. I honestly, at that talk, at that point thought it was unions just for actors. I always thought it was just for actors too, but I'm going to read you something from the SAG site then. Cause this, this is okay. what really blew my mind. Um, right. It's literally for sound recordings, is what it says. Uh, SAG AFTRA sound recordings code covers sound recordings on digital, CDs, vinyl, etc., and includes all music formats as well as audiobooks, cast albums, and any other sound recording utilizing vocal performance. The code not only covers singers, but announcers, actors, comedians, narrators, and sound effect artists as well. The code applies to artists who work at scale and overscale and who appear as both royalty and non-royalty artists. Mm -hmm. In addition, some artists may be royalty artists for their own recordings, but qualify as non-royalty artists when they appear on other artists' recordings. Okay, cool. Now, this part is important. The Sound Recordings Code has been in existence since the early 1950s. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Today, more than 600 companies are signed to it including the three major labels, Sony Music Entertainment, Universal Music Group, Warner Music Group, and most of their subsidiary labels. Since That's the insane. 50s. Since the 50s. That mean at the beginning. Pretty much. Of hip-hop. Oh, but before. Before, before then. Before I'm pri- just saying. Yeah. Just beginning of hip-hop, they was already, by, you know what I mean? Already had was a part of the union. We had access to it. Had access. They okay. We didn't know. Right. No one knows. The suppression this, of knowledge is so important. Uh, the suppression of <laughs> to knowledge. The people that want to keep you behind and out the loop. Yeah. This is. I mean, bro, it breaks down how to get paid. I'm yeah. gonna post this. This is insane. This, yeah. I'm gonna read this one. I'm gonna read this one. Uh. This is after the sessions, right? If you did everything that you were supposed to do based on SAG. Right. And they give you what to do. And it ain't, I mean, payments must be made within 21 calendar days. Please send all talent checks issued to each performer with proper tax deductions as well as health and retirement payment issued to SAG AFTRA health plan and AFTRA retirement directly to the local office uh, nearest where the work was performed. You're supposed wow. to get paid in 21 days if you a SAG artist, bro. That's crazy. So now, I want to, yo, this is <laughs> maybe I, Maybe I'm completely right. misunderstanding this. But, no, no. But by what I just, by my understanding, it's not the first time I read it. I read it earlier. So I feel like this means I'm, I, there's a process that I could get paid in 21 days as a recording artist. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's saying. Now, where it may become tricky is whatever is in the fine print between the artist and the label they're signed to. 
over that's over those splits. That's where some problems I think may uh, come in at. But in conjunction with with what you just read, I wanted to read this this excerpt from the Rolling Stone article. Oh yeah, that was out in 2019 called "There's a Musicians Union." Many musicians are unaware or unable to join. Mm-hmm. Now, the writer of the article, of course, highlights a clip of the Joe Button podcast where he, I think he's on the line with Two Chains, and he's asking them to be like, "Man, you should head up a rappers' union, be like the Derek Fisher, whatever, whatever." But the writer says, while Button wants Two Chains for his potential union, the rapper is actually automatically eligible for SAG membership through his major label contract as is anyone else who signs to universal sony or warner music group and now here's the kicker yeah Yeah. what's more even in two chains even if two chains is not a union member his label is still contributing 12.75 percent of gross earnings from his music to the union's health care and retirement fund a representative for the rapper declined to comment on his union status. So, whether you know about it or a part of it or not, your label is paying out a certain percentage of your earnings from your music to this union. <laughs> and they specifically mentioned oh, yo. three ones, because there's only three labels that exist. They mentioned the three ones. So, all about the artists that we love, more than likely, they are all fall under one of those major. They have no choice but fall Sony, Warner. They do. Uh, they Universal. Do. It used to be when I was young. When we, I, we, we were young. It was, it was seven. It was. It was. It was. It used to be seven. Then it seven. went to five. Then it went down to four. And now it's only three. Right. You know what I mean? It used to be so. Yet everybody signed to them three. I don't give. I don't care who you are. If you got a record right. deal, you signed to one of them three. And I don't care who you have to deal with. If you have a record deal, you signed to one of them three. Yep. In some shape, form, or fashion. Wow. Right. And automatically, twelve, but 12.5%? 12.75%. 12.75% of gross. Earnings from your music. Wow. Automatically goes to the Union Healthcare Retirement Fund. So, okay, I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah. I don't want to jump ahead, but that right there is an obvious reason that the union ain't in no hurry for you to know, and the labels ain't in no hurry for you to know. Because the union allows you to put pressure on the label to pay them faster, right? To pay you faster, right? Right. So, So the label don't want the union active. And the union don't want to be active because they're soaking up your twelve point seven five percent. And if you don't never come get it, what you think they're doing with it? Right. You see what keeping. I mean? They keeping it. They they invested. They, it. they rich. That. And that you don't even know about it. You don't. You never even knew it I'm existed. Not tell you about it because I get to keep it. I get to keep it. And the label not gonna tell you about it because as soon as you know about it, you gonna pressure you gonna pressure me into making them give you everything you they owe you. They don't exactly. want that pressure. Right. Wow. Wow, bro. You know how many 12.75% is just out there floating, fam? What? Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what in the world? 
What in the world? I don't even know what to think about that, man. That's like, okay, industry rule number 4,080, but damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. Record labels are shady. Right. I put it to you this way. We, 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 we having this conversation about the union as if it's a tool to save ourselves. Which is, I guess, that's what it's supposed to do. It's a tool. It's supposed to be used as a tool, as a communal tool to help save yourselves, right? Right. But when mm-hmm. you watch every movie that mentions unions, they all dirty. Yeah. Name a movie that's got unions at the core of it, and tell me it ain't dirty. No, all all of them, and most of it, because you know I'm heavy in the mob movies, and you know it's dirty, and they usually control the unions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know who controls the SAG, but I don't I don't expect SAG to be no cleaner than all the unions in the movies. Right, right. They they ain't just putting the unions dirty in the movies for no reason. Historically. Right. Like that's just not what it is. So the record labels always be dirty in the movies. The unions are always dirty. I don't care what industry it is, it's always dirty in the movies. Like, so if you hop Damn. But that's why Joe Budden is asking somebody like two chains to run it. Right, because that's what I was about to say. Because they're in bed with each other, possibly. If we go if we just go off of that motif, that theme that we find in movies. Yeah. Of both being dirty, the labels and the union. Okay, well they must be working in conjunction to rob the artists. They are. We just uncovered that. It's supposed to be for the benefit of the artists. Right. For the workers. Right, but they won't even they won't even announce themselves as there as helpful because it's it's more beneficial to them. You know how insane that is. Yeah, like it's more beneficial for them to not let you know that they're there to help you and rob you than to ask you because you know they would make money from helping you too, right? Yeah, they're gonna get a percentage from helping you, but it ain't twelve point seven five. Right, right. And it, mm-hmm. and it ain't 12.75 that doesn't involve work. Mm-hmm. You talking about 12.75 from every artist that doesn't involve work. What? Bro, I can name 30 artists right now at the top of my head that I guarantee you have no earthly idea about that. That's, right. That's, yeah. that's popping. That's moving mm-hmm. units. And I'm certain they have no earthly idea about that, yo. Yeah. I mean... Nori been hollering by the union on Drink Champs for three, four years. Right. Jay-Z ought to be the... Jay-Z know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he know. <laughs> That's why Jay-Z ain't, ain't being like, yo, I'll do it. <laughs> like, yo, fuck that shit. I'm getting mad. <laughs> He's just saying bottles of Ace of Spade for yeah. the guests that come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, Wow. So SAG is, but that only works for artists. That only works for vocal artists, like singers and rappers. And right. so, if you're a producer and you play, or you play piano or bass on records, and this is your thing, the SAG no. does nothing for you. They they have, unfortunately, for my studies, my research, it, the producers have even more of an uphill battle when it comes to this. Oh it's yeah, it's bad. terrible. It's bad. It, Very bad. It, it's not. It's, it's, it is. Uh, 
I found that one thing. American Music Federation. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be helpful for uh, musicians. Bro, I sent that text. I think I said it's not nearly as robust or efficient as SAG. Mm-hmm. That was a complete and utter understatement. Yeah, yeah. This thing here is pretty much a leaflet. Mm. It ain't helping nobody get no bread from nowhere. It exists, but it ain't helping nobody. And y'all can look it up. I'm not even gonna spend a whole bunch of time. You know yeah, I mean? I, I'll put all. We go. Matter of fact, all the links that we talking about to these articles and things to be read, they're gonna be in the comments. I mean, not in the comments, but in the description. So, yeah. feel free to read this information because it's super interesting. But I mean, it's to me, it's just the start of what should be important to every artist, right? Mm-hmm. There was another one that we found called the Union of Musicians uh, and Allied Workers. Is what it's called. The Union of Musicians and Allied Workers. And their big thing right now is start it's basically they're going after the same thing that, that we were that prompted this conversation. Spotify's okay. and I, I like their approach, I will say that. They they're going after Spotify. And Spotify this is this is what they what I'll I'll read a little bit of it if I can. Okay. Uh, Spotify is the most dominant platform on the music streaming market. The company behind the streaming platform continues to accrue, accrue value, yet music workers everywhere see little more than pennies in compensation for the work they make. With the entire live music ecosystem in jeopardy due to the coronavirus pandemic, music workers are more reliant on streaming income than ever. We are calling on Spotify to deliver increased royalty payments, transparency in their practices, and to stop fighting artists. Share with other musicians and allies. So basically, this is a petition. Okay. And what are we asking for? They're asking to be paid at least one sh- one cent per stream. Um, adopt a user-centric payment model. Make closed-door contracts public. Reveal existing payola, then end it altogether. Credit all labor in recordings. In legal battles intended to further impoverish artists. And there's a longer list of demands that this uh, union of musicians and allied workers has come up with. I like what they're doing. Yeah. I like what they're doing. I don't know how effective it's going to be, but conversations like this, and if people like us, you know what I mean, share it. It's got to be other artists out there that care about it. They care yeah, as much yeah. as they are, and they putting in the actual work. All right. You know? All right. I mean, you got to think about it. We've had that conversation several times. They asking for one cent per stream. That might not sound like much, but when people realize what people are getting, what artists are getting per stream, what the highest paid one was, what, point zero zero one six, And that was yeah. title. Yeah. Everybody else is point zero 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 three percent of a penny. Yeah, not uh, getting a fraction of a fraction of a penny, not even a full penny. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're getting a. You're not getting a. Yeah, you're not getting one percent of a of a penny. Yes, not at all. You're getting a three three hundredth 
of a penny per stream is what they get right now on Spotify. So they asking for one cent. You know, just saying, I mean, it's super simple, but I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super, but monetarily, they're not coming off of that because they ain't got to. Yeah. Because they ain't got to. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? They, they, they want to keep as much money as they can and give the artists uh, and the musicians as little money as they can. Yeah, bottom line. It's all that has been line. the structure from the beginning to now. Mm-hmm. Because even when you go into other genres and even when you go back into into earlier times, there's always been a contentious relationship between artists and the record companies and artists dying and not having money or being broke and all this type of things and not owning rights to the music, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So this has been kind of the um, structure, unfortunately, for the music business. Yeah. Which is crazy. Super undervalues the... Um, the artist, but the artist is the ones making money. You know what I mean? Tom Moskovich, and he ain't never make no hit. Tony Matola ain't never make no hit. You know what right. I mean? You know, uh, so so is you know what I mean? And they ain't even like I'm just naming them because these are top, you know, have been top record execs in the hip hop industry. People know about right. But like, it's crazy because you think you would treat the money. See, this is the thing. What's generating money is not them. Right. What's right. making the actual generating money and interest is the artists and their music. So it seemed like you would treat the cash cow a little better. Right. Right. But see, the only reason I I think, and this is of course my my just personal opinion, the only reason I think the artists have not been treated, especially I'm talking about the viable artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People in that vein, your M, your J, and Nas, you know, certain is because. It's kind of like, oh, well, where are you going to go? Do you hit the nail on the head? You simplified what I was about to say <laughs> with one sentence. Where are you going to go? It, because what they realize is it's just like this, right? Me and you can go into a, a we, we could take a plane, jet over to Africa, Find us a mine, run down in that bad boy, get us a diamond. When we get back to America, if we don't know the market to sell that diamond, we ain't got shit but a diamond. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So what the artist is, is pretty much a diamond. What the labels have is the market. Right. It's that simple. So where you gonna go? If you don't if you don't bring it through this market, you'll never see the value for that diamond that you know is worth. Because mm-hmm. we're going to clean it. We're going to present it to the world. We're going to market it. And once you get to a certain level, they make you believe that none of this was possible without them. Right. And, and that's going to go into someone who's listening to this podcast and listening to the, what we just said. And they say, well, that's the easy solution. Uh, independent route. Yeah, but <laughs> the catch is what they know is that you never get where... They own the market. Yeah. You have to be, if you're going to go the independent route, you have to be willing to literally go the independent route. 
and that and that's gonna come with a lot less bread than what it what it seems. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? These people and these, a lot more legwork on the artist part, right? That that you have to pay to get done. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can get it done. You're gonna make a lot more based on. You're gonna make more of the market share, right? You the margin. You're gonna make more of the margin yourself, but the work that you put in to, to get that, and the amount that you actually bring in versus that the amount that you would bring in if you was in that marketplace doing less work, yeah, yeah, is astronomical. It's yeah. that it's that scale we was talking about. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying earlier? It's the scale mm-hmm. that we was talking about being able to. Run, run game. Being able to run down on the owners of Spotify is different than being able to run down on Universal, Warner, yeah. and Sony yeah. in conjunction. You crazy? Mm-hmm. Like get out of here, right. Yeah. right now. And I don't want to stay on this too long, but all of the rapper, all of the rappers that uh, artists that went the independent route, they all first majority of them had made they they had label deals first major label deals like poor mega which i didn't know at that time but i didn't know he made as much money as what he made but at that time you know his first deal was his first deal was with that he signed was with def jam for two hundred fifty thousand events right mm-hmm. um, he's one of the first people that uh, the way i heard of land speed is because one of his projects came out on land speed that's the first time i heard about these independent companies and he was talking about going independent and then i started hearing about you know uh the all the other independent companies but they all was first on major labels first so they already kind of had a name in the buzz first at least had a name for themselves from being on majors now someone may say and i think and i think um Someone will say, well, what about Russ, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was became super popular through and had all this music on SoundCloud. But my question is this for you. Is is Russ on a major right now? Right now, Russ has a, if I'm to be on, yes. The longest okay. show to that is yes. Yeah, yeah, the long is that yes. So, and this is my point. So everyone talk this independent stuff, yeah. and even if you started out independent, then why are you a major now? Because For the it... reason that you just <laughs> said, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You see, and so, yep. so we. I, this is my personal belief. We have not yet seen uh, independent, uh, uh, really a truly one hundred percent independent artist achieve. The success desired by most musical artists, mm-hmm. and mean by that I mean we have not seen a hundred percent independent mm-hmm. artists equal the success of a Jay Z or, or 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 Master P or Lil Wayne. Let's not even compare people to a Jay Z, to a Cameron, to, to a, a Cameron. Uh, you ain't seen it. It ain't happened. It ain't no. happened. The closest thing you saw was Chance, and I'm 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 still not convinced Chance was truthful. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still not convinced Chance was truthful. Chance, okay, whatever. Maybe that's an anomaly. That's one blip on the radio. Ain't nobody else ever done it. Yeah, and I don't even believe that. Just because of his background. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. Behind him. Yeah, but, 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 like, the conversations we had, if it wasn't a label, if it's, because this is the new thing that's going on. I know this is a, this is a, uh, 
Crazy sidebar. Crazy sidebar. But the new thing that's going on, bro, is these young boys is not getting deals with labels. They getting they they finding investors. You see what I'm saying? They get mm-hmm. them popping, and then they partner with the label. Yeah, which which it, it still to me that's going from a minor label to a major label. If you ask me, because the yeah. investor is acting as and would be doing what, what a label would be doing. Exactly, basically giving you an advance, giving you an advance and putting a team with know how around you to get you to a certain level in your right. career. That's a label, right? And, and and when they playing with the when they playing with the relationships already at the majors, then. You see what I mean? That's just mm-hmm. like a boutique label. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. They, the paperwork might not be in hand, but it's pretty much a label. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I was just looking at. I wanted what I one thing I wanted to see is. Uh, I wanted to see if if Land Speed had a Wikipedia. Mm. Like Land Speed Records, is that what it was called? Right. Yeah, Land Speed. Yep. It's Land Speed Rapper. Who is that? Uh, oh, that's a person. Okay. Uh-oh. There it is. Big Noid was on Land Speed, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was on there too. They don't have one. So I was just going to see if they were if they were affiliated with a major. Oh, Okay, gotcha. You see what I mean? Because because people, this conversation we having is we like yo nobody's able to do it without the majors. People who say Master P, Cash Money, and I'm like yo, don't y'all understand that they were signed to Universal? They just had an eighty twenty. You know, it didn't it didn't just start with them. Well, it didn't it didn't end with them being partner with major at all. So what now? I was saying, but that's part of my point. If someone does throw out Master P, but I mean, uh, uh, like No Limit and Cash Money, they was through Universal, I think. That's what. That's exactly what I was saying when we froze. They they was definitely Universal artists. So if, if everything is so good, and that's my point about even Russ. If everything is so good and you're so successful, independent, then why are you going to a major? Right. See, right. if you're going to be independent, you got to actually be 100 percent independent. Now, this what we're saying may be. Might not make sense in terms of of the record label, like uh, you know, artists making money through the, the right. music that way. What we're talking about actually is becomes becomes a bigger significance when we start talking about unionizing. That's the whole. Po- that's the point, right? That's where that. That's why that makes sense. That's why that sidebar makes sense in this conversation. Yes. Because right. every every it's a different conversation now when you talk about unionizing, and you know, um, <laughs> and employers all wait they don't like talk of employees talking about unionizing. They don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, so I mean, man, we still talk. Man, it's a fight. It's a it's a real big fight. So now I think we can go into it's a perfect segue into why do you think hip hop artists have not yet unionized and we have i well i have i think i discovered um a major reason mm-hmm. um which is kind of crazy but one of the one of the things is is because 
man, it's it's so many different layers to it to try to unionize so many. Now, I did find an article on globalpolicy.com and this article by Carl uh, Muth back in 2015. And he, he was writing on, he's an economist and also just, uh, uh, you know, a hip hop, you know, avid listener, right? Okay. But he was saying, like, he don't understand why hip hop artists have never unionized. And then he wrote this article about it. And one of the things he, he said is this, this, and I would love to hear your take on this because I think you can relate and understand where you're coming from. He said, one of the problems is that collect is that of collective bargaining. Mm. The centerpiece of modern labor negotiations is difficult, um, is difficult in an environment where workers' interests seem similar to the employer but unique to the worker. Normally, unions come out of the opposite scenario where workers can see they are essentially interchangeable, but the employer would rather negotiate with them individually. Hip-hop is precisely the opposite. To your average record label executive, five different rappers from Atlanta are pretty much interchangeable. And the slight differences might come from how marketable one is versus the other. But to artists, they insist they are widely different from one another, defeating their ability to bargain alongside one another. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's so good. That's so good, yo. That's so good. Yo, yeah, man. and I'm a, and I'm gonna use an example. It's like the same thing in basketball, right? When the NBA talk collective bargaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, yep. the 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 ones with bread is bargaining different from the players but, without bread. Yeah. So they can't come to no so they end up making them take a deal that ain't really good for you see what I'm saying for nobody. It ain't mm-hmm. good it definitely ain't good for the whole because they see themselves as so different that they won't come together and fight that common op and get their money together. You see what I'm saying? The, your, your Drakes, your Jays, your J. Coles, your Kendricks, your whatever, your Kanye's is not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because the first thing they do when they get to that level is they hand them niggas a label deal. They right. put them in the same position they in. You understand? How how you gonna hold me accountable when you in the same you in the same position I am? You're not. You know? So that's the first thing they do is hit you with a hit you with a quick label deal. Passive I said the first thing they do is hit you with a quick label deal as soon as you get signed. Label deal. Yeah. They put you yes. in the they put you in the same position they in. Mm-hmm. Just like he said in that thing right there, they they don't they see themselves in, in you you know what I mean, as this, in mm-hmm. the same position as the the op, for for lack of better words. Right. They make you a house. And then nigga. We, you're not against yourself. Yeah, you're not going. Yeah, you're not going to negotiate against yourself. Right. You're not going to do that. They might turn you on to your little twelve point seven five. Let you get that back. So you keep your mouth shut. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But the underlings don't get that access, bro. And you're not going to fight for them. Because what what they asking for is your bread. 
Mm. Exactly. It's a dirty game, fam. Right. So that is that is so that's what I found out. This is why it's so hard because of what I stated from that article, which you just said, which is basically the pe- people' interests mm-hmm. are different. Mm-hmm. And the leverage from which they're negotiating different. Yeah. So it's hard to get everyone on the same accord. And which obviously the the, the Jay Z's and the Nas's are different from, you know, the, some of the other artists, right? Mm-hmm. There's a division. All right. And, and that's really precisely why it hasn't been done, to be honest. Just that one word, because of the division that exists yes. amongst them. Yes. Now, this is what I talked about earlier. The producers seem to have it even more of a hard time. Mm-hmm. An article that um, that I read earlier, which is important, which I did not know there was such even a divide between producer and artist. So mm-hmm. it's hard. See, unionizing, everyone has to kind of be on the same page and be going for the same thing. Right. That's hard to do if me and you are trying to get over on each other. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so this is an article from 2018, right, on medium.com. Uh, Title is time for hip hop producers to start a union to protect their work. So mm. this geared specifically, uh, you know, dealing with the plight of producers. And and the writer of this article, Andre G, he starts off with this. This is I think you're going to trip over this, but he says um, he's not a household name, but DJ Burn One was one of the primary producers of ASAP Rocky's. Live Love ASAP, a modern classic that helped shape hip-hop's new school. Similarly, Atlanta DJ and producer Tim TM88 crafted the uh, EXO Tour Light, a triple platinum smash that was inescapable last year. Their music helped become one of the biggest genres, make hip-hop one of the biggest genres in the world. Uh, so what did Burn One and TM88 get for their contribution? Short change. Yeah. He said, unfortunately, they've were both victims of reported new practice among major labels categorizing albums as mixtapes or street albums in order to avoid paying producers the full rate they would have for studio albums or not paying them at all. This, And so that is like crazy. And a bunch of producers came forward saying they was like that this has happened to them. You know what I mean? And so this is what made the writers say um, producers should, you know, kind of start a union, start a union, right? Yeah. But the problem is, man. Oh, so do you remember the time when uh, French Montana forgot who had produced that song for him? The producer mm-hmm. of the song, so he brings, <laughs> so he brings that up, just highlighting how producers are kind of. Um, yeah. crazy devalued, and it's a mega hit, mm-hmm. and he don't know who the hell did it. Right, right, and he says producer Bangladesh sued Cash Money to get payment for Little Wayne's a Millie, a Millie. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. sued and, and for Lollipop, which of course was two of his biggest, uh, biggest hits. Dang, you know Dang. what I mean. And then, but this is what he says. He said, producer team Justice League noted that all labels do it to black music. And it said, it's not just 
label executives trying to get over. This is what I'm talking about, the divide. Rappers are too. Without 808 not most so-called SoundCloud rappers would be in the school or working at a clothing boutique instead of touring the country. Unfortunately, though, uh, you talk about this Twitter account that was kind of exposing mm-hmm. how rappers are trying to get over on producers and stuff like that in the industry, like it's a new practice. Uh, so that that is that is a part of it, mm-hmm. is that there's such a big divide between the producers and the artists themselves, because which we see for some, which is odd, because even what you read from uh, SAG website didn't include the producers. Exactly. So that's what they do. Though. I mean, that's what they've been doing since we got to this country, bro, is separating us in the smallest yeah. of ways and in the largest of ways. Like every single way they can separate us, they're going to do it. You know what I mean? Now, I'm glad you said that, because as I was talking earlier, that's what I was saying, man. This is kind of crazy because hip hop stemming from black people, black struggle really. And uh, like the crazy thing about it is that one of the main things you hear people have often say uh-huh. <laughs> black people can't unify. Mm-hmm. They can't you know what I mean they can't get united. Literally that you know everything that has happened and how we was treated right has had a ripple effect into our other endeavors so even in the music industry you see the divide with now the same thing yeah, amongst the yeah. predominantly black uh, uh you know musical entity that can't unify but what we have to understand is it's just not our inability to do so there being obstacles exactly. and roadblocks placed absolutely. in the way and we've been and taught not to unify highlight. and that's right. exactly that's what we highlight and it's not just our inability to do so now yeah because do it but but you got to take into account all the all the damn obstacles that yeah. are purposely being constructed to stop the unity mm-hmm. because they understand the power mm. but and the people in business and on top want to stay in business and on top and what and what the people that need to unify don't understand and what the people that are allowing themselves to be divided don't understand is that they see us as interchangeable. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? I don't give a damn how talented you are, how charismatic you are, how much money you've made them. None of that matters. They see you as interchangeable. You uh-huh. see what I mean? So while they're selling, while the artist is beating the producer by saying, nah, this is just a mixtape, it's just a street album, so we ain't really got to pay this producer. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The label is beating the artist because they reaping the benefits of this product. But it none of this none of these street albums or mixtapes go towards the the artist's deal being completed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you sitting here giving away free product. Not only are you giving away to the people, you giving it to this to this label that that is actually taking ownership of it and making money from it, but not giving you credit for it. Right, because they're going to stream it just like they can stream your regular album. Absolutely, they're going to make money off of it. Absolutely, they're going they're going they're going to put it in every single publishing situation they can. Yeah. You see what I mean? But you don't get to see, you don't get that doesn't go towards the completion of your contract. So you got to get in more product to eat. For you to eat, you got to get in more product. That's insane. But it's karmic. You understand what I'm saying? Because you just beat this. You just beat. You just beat. I don't know how many producers putting this project together. 
you might have paid the ones you got closest relationships to. You know what I right, mean? Right. But you done beat, I don't know how many of them. How many of these young boys has been in their bedrooms cranking for years to get a shot on the on a on an Uzi album? You know what I mean? Right. And the next thing you know, you hear your song all over the world and you ain't getting a dime. You got or or you might have got thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> and that's a number that I can say because I I've gotten thirty five hundred dollars a few times. I've gotten right. five grand a few times. You see what I'm saying? And that's all though. Right. Abidi, 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 abidi. That's all, folks. <laughs> Which is crazy because of what it's making on the other end. Right. But so I mean, so one thing that we know that it'll take to even take a step towards unionizing, right? Uh, is is the people in what would be considered the upper echelon of the of the industry, the artists yeah. at the upper echelon of the industry is gonna have to take they're gonna have to take, for the lack of a better word, a short to help bring up the people in the lower half. Mm. You know what I mean? They're gonna have to they're gonna have to lean the people in the lower half have to lean on the Drakes and the Jay Z's and the Beyonce's and the Rihanna's. And the Rihanna's and the Drake's and the Beyonce's and the Jay Z's have to be willing to put something on the line, you know. And we talking about extreme sweeps of, of situations, you know. But I mean, fuck it. Could a city? Could a city like Atlanta unionize? Yeah, I think so. Could Could North Carolina unionize right now because we're going to come up? Could we go ahead and start making phone calls and be like, okay, y'all not coming through here with this that, that bullshit though. We got a union. And, yeah, yeah. And and this is who you have to deal with on a North Carolina level. Everything has to meet these standards from a North Carolina level, and if they don't, then we'll take think, our business elsewhere. Yeah, I think um, I I think that can be done. I actually think that's uh, actually a good idea that may need to be fleshed out because that you start small mm-hmm. and then grow big. That's the natural cycle of everything in life. Start small and grow big. So start. We could start unionizing regionally and locally, uh, and, and then grow into something you know greater. Uh, to like a SAG, and right. then you have people, you have certain people then that's going to serve in certain positions of that union and on the board to make sure certain practices are carried out, hmm. and if not, there's penalties and things like that. So. Yeah, and it also makes sense that if you're gonna, if you're gonna try something like this, then you might find somebody that's already mobilizing, like United, uh, the Union of Musicians and Allied Workers. Yeah, yeah. And find somebody that's got similar, you know, what I'm saying similar uh, needs, or similar mm-hmm. desires, or similar requests, and see if you can't glean. You know, some energy from that and then help add to theirs as you grow. You right. know, because I mean? your interests are similar. Um, I mean, it's got to be possible. Right. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely possible. And I know the desire is there because regardless of the, the level of seriousness of Nori, he's mentioned it many times. So he knows it's needed. Right. Whether or not right. he's going to take the steps to do it. What needs to be done? He knows it's needed. We've heard Lupe Fiasco. I've heard him in conversation with Royce Five Nine. They've talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, most of the people have talked about it. With it, here's the problem. Here's the bottom line 
or whether or not it's gonna be done. If niggas is scared, ain't nothing gonna get done. But be very clear, business is warfare. When you're talking about messing with people, money, and bottom line, understand, I mean, it's a war. Not a physical war, but it's a war. So if people, and, and I don't know if people, everybody want to mess up their relationships with this person. So the upper echelon you're talking about, I don't know how true they are to the plight of the rest of the people to want to sacrifice their connections that may be messed up. Like, why are you trying to, you know, you know it may mess up some stuff for them. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know yeah, if everybody yeah. willing to do all that. Well, you just answered that question because niggas is not willing to do that. If they was willing to, I'm going to tell you how I know okay, they're not willing to do it. This is the next podcast <laughs> of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Real facts though. Hey, the the proof either 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 niggas just didn't know what unions were. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at least maybe we just really figuring out what they are. Maybe. I'm you know what I'm saying? I think that's completely I, just, I think that's ridiculous. I don't believe that. I'm just being devil's advocate, right? right. Or or niggas knew this was possible since the seventies. It was like, yo, I'm not fucking with that shit. Cause they're gonna pop every nigga that tried. Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. I mean, hell, Jay Prince, Suge Knight, and and Irv Gotti was trying to put together a distribution. Yep. And they got Suge the hell out of here. And they got Irv the hell out of here. And they 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 was trying to kill Prince, as far as let him tell it. So mm-hmm. and that was just distribution. Mm-hmm. That was just making their own distribution. They was like, "No, you can't do that. Don't do that. We're gonna stick the feds on you. So if you think you finna run out there and unionize and go get that twelve point five percent, that twelve point seven five percent that they, yeah. that they stashing <laughs> over yeah. in SAG, you're crazy. So we might need not even need to put this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man." Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> hey, if anything should happen to Alan or I, the Feds did it. Another podcast come out. The Feds happened. The Feds did it. I'm telling you, cause we ain't we done uncovered some mess here now. <laughs> I mean, I guess we didn't uncover it because we got the information from other places, right? But right, so I think we tied it together. In a, you know what I mean? Tied together and brought more light and understanding to what's actually going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Which That's is highway robbery at its finest. I mean, come on, dog. My thoughts are this, though. This is this is. Artists, artists, artists are not the most curious people on the planet. Artists are a lot of times okay with not being well-rounded. They okay with not knowing things outside of what it is that they're good at. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because there's absolutely no way. And I'm I'm adding myself into this. And it's, it, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not just talking about like outside people. I'm talking about myself as a creative, right? We get mm-hmm. locked in on what it is that we want to learn about and what it is that we want to know. And we sometimes complain about the situation, not realizing that if with a little bit of research and a little bit of learning, that 
there's solutions out here already. There's no way they're supposed to be able to take 12.75% and not everybody know about it. That shit's right on the damn website. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? The fact that every artist signed to a label can be a, is is automatically a member of SAG, pretty much. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And that includes Universal, Sony, and Warner. And that's mm-hmm. been since the 50s. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know. That's not... It's not only their fault, I guess is what I'm saying. It's not only on them. Because if you allow yourself to remain ignorant in the information sitting there, then that's on you. Right. You know. After someone makes you uh, aware of it. Yeah. I'm just hoping people get a little bit more curious, though. I'm hoping artists get a little bit more curious. I mean, I wasn't the most curious person in the world, but once I realized, I believed Q-Tip when he said record company people are shady. I believed him. So once I heard him and I believed him, I started reading books because I didn't want to get beat. Right. And and, and you know what it is, too, is... um, Think, thinking about that, right? I think about the art. Like w- one of the main sayings now, everybody is after the bag. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a twelve point seven five percent bag that you don't even know about. So you should become curious about that. All bags. Moving on. Yeah. 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 You should be curious. Like once you get, if you really after the bag, once you start getting money. You should be curious about that bag. Right. And 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 every facet of it. Like I wanna understand where every dime of this is going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wanna understand where all of this is going. Right. And and how it got here. Where it came from and where it's going. It just show me once. I need to understand it. You see what I'm saying? But I understand too that it started coming so fast that these people ain't never had no inkling of how to deal with money before in their life, so they don't know how to do nothing but get it and spend it. Yeah, me too. You understand what I'm saying? So I get it. I understand that, but and I'm also 45. So we in certain situations we talking about 18 to 25 year olds. If you'd have gave me any of that from 18 to 25, bro, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. Right. I'm, yeah, I ain't gonna say that, but I might not be sitting here right now. You yeah. Know? So, I, I, I am not gonna be a hypocrite. I, under, I understand how it happens, but that's what things like this, that's what we had these conversations for. Because we're nobody having these conversations when we was coming up. Nope, not at all. We doing the reading for these niggas. And that's my point. Yeah. You know, like, wow. Sag can go get money for you if you're an artist. That's insane. Not much help if you're a producer. Yeah. Ain't, ain't much help out there if, you, if you're a producer. Yeah, that's something. That's a different ball game. Now, devil's advocate, though. Now that we understand producers and artists are at odds in a lot of situations, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can the producers just link up on their own and start applying pressure? Yeah, and that's pretty much, I think so. And that is pretty much 
what the guy was saying in the article of, of about producers uniting to mm-hmm. start union because clearly I think he may be aware of the SAG and how they not even included in that. Yeah, that we got to go. You know, what I mean. So matter of fact, if anyone should be doing, it, I think the producers should move out first. Yeah, they should be. They, they, they you know, what I mean. Um, and I think it may be a little easier for them to do it in terms of um, when I say some people scared their connections is going to get messed up or this, that. Most producers, generally producers are behind the scene. Right. Right. But when you get to a certain level, you don't, well, not even a certain level. Most producers are behind the scenes. Yeah. You don't sell nab beat without relationships. Right. Period. It's still who you know. It's still who you have access to. If you don't have access to them, you can't get them your music. If they don't like you, they still not going to pick your fucking beat. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, 50's never going to get an Irv Gotti beat. He can't. <laughs> he can't. He, could, he His life could depend on it. And he definitely wouldn't get one if that was the case. He definitely would not get one. You see what I mean? Like, So it's just that situation. <laughs> like relationships allow you to to live in this industry. So when as a producer, once you start fucking with people money, mm-hmm. then you right back in the situation where, you know what I'm saying, as, as the artist would be if they was fucking with the label money. I think I think producers kind of do need the artist to take the 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 charge up that hill with them. I don't think producers yeah, I think going it should to be the, done together. Yeah, I think the only way it actually works is together cuz yeah, yeah, because because if a divide is already there, and then you're going to go try to do something on your own without the artist, right. then all that did is make an actual bigger gap. Make a bigger gap. So it makes more sense to yeah link up and do it together. And and you have say, a better chance of being successful at doing it. Facts. Facts. Like that's the that's the 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 best type of player is the one that, that that's on the field. You know what I mean? If you ain't even on the field, somebody gonna take that spot. Cause it's it's some people that ain't think about no. And that's the problem. Not the problem, but if we come together and really accept the fact that we interchangeable. If we accepted that, like if we all came together and accepted that we were literally interchangeable. Because if all the producers be like, yo, we're going to quit giving y'all heat until this union come, you know what I'm saying? What you think going to happen? Them boys are going straight to the internet and start and get tight beats. Because mm-hmm. there's somebody out there doing beats just like yours. Yeah, yeah. I you know saw what I mean? That. Yeah, a bunch of So it's not even, I mean, you can't even really pull a work stoppers. They pull up scabs to play in the NFL and NBA when they pull a work stoppage. So you know they're going to pull up scabs in the music industry. Is it going to take a little while for it? They can pull up scab producers. It's going to take them a little longer to pull up scab artists, though. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That's why the artists and the producers got to roll up their heel together. But mm-hmm. it's, but, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and thinking about this, man, we really should have unionized way earlier because it would have been easier because... Everybody was not so. It, we was not in a McDonald's phase 
That's right. Of music yet, which right. can be easily replicated and packaged. That's right. It would have right. been. Thirty years ago, to do it when we had more of a diversity, mm-hmm. um, it was harder. You knew you just couldn't go get another Nas. You knew you can't go get another this person, that person. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Now, because everything is so microwavable, is very everyone's expendable now in the eyes of the execs. Yep, and you know it would have been an even better time to unionize is when it. <laughs> first started not like like from 80 from 81 to 88 89 you see what i'm saying to to create that union before anybody realized its value right and i guess it was kind of hard to do of course we know hindsight's 2020 and i guess i it was hard to do because the other thing is form a union for what would have just fades away in five years seven years because remember they didn't think people didn't think it was last but the people that knew it was going to last because that's like someone me speaking on your passion. I don't know your passion. Right. I'm saying thing he doing ain't going to last. But I don't know you. You might want. You might going to make beats and rap, and you already said in your mind, I'm gonna do this for the next fifty years. Period. I may on that. i be saying it's a fad, but I don't know that person's passion. So right. I think I'm arguing with myself now. I raised the point, then I argued against my own point. But I, <laughs> I, I think even though, yeah. It still could have been done, yeah. I mean, it could have been. They just, but like you said, they. I don't think they had the foresight. Now I'm looking, looking back. I can see even who could have done it. Like Zulu Nation could have unionized, easy, easily, and grown it. You see what I'm saying? Like they had the infrastructure. They could have unionized and grown it mm-hmm. out, like from from New York outward, because that's the way the hip hop. That's the way hip hop went anyway. Right. So that would have been the perfect timing. Like to, but the thing is you wouldn't have thought to unionize hip hop because music wasn't unionized. Mm. You see what I mean? All they were doing was following suit, bro. They was just following suit with But with new technology. Right, but but SAG has been it's been going since the fifties though. The industry knew. Right. You see what I'm saying? But the people doing the, the, the diamonds didn't know they was yeah. even diamonds yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, they wouldn't even get no money for this stuff yet. They wouldn't, you know, so they didn't even know. They was basically putting out records and thinking they was popular in the hood. Not knowing that that record was spinning all over the country. Mm-hmm. That's why they was able to get beat so long. Hell, Nori thought he was local. Right. When Capone and Noriega was out. We yes. down south banging T-O-N-Y. This nigga think he local. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? So they didn't get... Wow. We would... Wow. Every artist that gets signed from here on out should be told. Like, needs to hear. Like, yo, there's 12.75% of your money going somewhere, yo, if you don't go get it. That be that need to be the first thing you hear when you pick up the pen to sign. Yo, they gonna get you 12.75 if you don't go get it. It's going to sag. You might not ever mm-hmm. act in your life. You might not right. ever act a day in your life. And it's 12.75% of your gross going over there. That is insane. Yeah. Wow, yo. Woo. I, I know the feeling. Yeah, I don't even know what the, like, like, 
Mm. This ain't even like fantasy. Who do we think could do it? Because it's like Nipsey. So people that don't mind getting shot. I hate to put it like that. Martyrs. People that don't mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, fighters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I martyrs. Like that, but that's that's the truth. That's yeah, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to say it right behind Nipsey like that because that's yeah, not how I, I meant it. Two completely different, separate thoughts. I want people to understand. It was two, but Nipsey was the type of spirit that would take something like this on. The type of spirit right. that would take something like this on has to know you're gonna get yourself killed. Mm-hmm. And you have to be the, the people to take on such a task. They have to be willing to accept the fact yeah. that this may be their fate. They're pursuing this. Yeah. Because you playing with way too much money if you think you're going to unionize music. They dropped that nugget in the first person's ear back in the day. Somebody thought of this. This We we not the first ones having this conversation. No, no. Whoever. In the, in, maybe someone did try. Maybe someone we don't even know tried it. And, uh, and that's why we don't know. Because they tried it. Because they tried it. <laughs> don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd like to have a conversation with Clarence Avon. You seen that that uh, documentary, The Godfather? No, nah, I haven't. Oh, you sure? You should watch it. It's on. Um, it's it's gonna blow your mind. Okay. It's gonna blow your mind. Like, Word. Yes. Okay. He's like Quincy Jones' big homie. Okay. Barack Obama's big homie. Hmm. Uh, Harry Belafonte's big homie, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, big homie, uh, everybody. It's like <coughs> it's it's in the documentary. Basically, they say you're not black and owned and didn't come through Clarence Avon. And I didn't know who he was until like a year or two ago. Yeah, Clarence Avon is the type of person to give you the advice. Don't try that shit. They gonna <laughs> knock a hole in your head, fam. Yeah, but Clarence Avon watching it once you. That's why I want to have a conversation with him. Because once you see the documentary, he's the type of person that would try some shit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the type of person that would know to try something like this. You understand what I'm saying? So I would like to ask him his thoughts on something like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, he that kind of guy. But y'all, if y'all ain't seen it, go watch it and you'll understand why I would want to ask him some shit like this. But this is... Obviously, people have been told, been, been given advice like, nah, that's probably not the path, yo. Yeah. Had to have, man. But. Yeah. But. Has, has DSPs helped or hurt the, even the ability to unionize? Mm. I think DSPs, I think they heard it. Okay. It would, it seemingly, you would think they helped it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have access. You see what I'm saying? You can put your music out. You know what I mean? But being able to put your music on a DSP and get it, that's, that's like, that's the new, that's the new dream that they selling. 
Because you're not going to pop by just putting your music on that DSP. It's too much music on there for people to find you. You're going to have to have a whole lot of strategy, a whole lot of know-how, and a whole lot of luck. It's just like finding a record deal back in the day. It's not much different. You know what I mean? I was going to say, it's like burning burning your CD. Exactly. Off the different- <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's about the same thing. It's about the same thing. So access to the DSPs directly only benefits the upper echelon and the upper echelon has already been convinced that they need the labels yeah so it doesn't really give the low man on the totem pole much more leverage right right you know what i'm saying what it does do though is give you access like i said to putting music out and building a life of your own independently without the engine it's going to be a far simpler life. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be far less uh, opulent. Mm-hmm. But it's possible. You're still going to have to have that know-how. You're going to have to have that team. You're going to have to, you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. is it more possible for you to live as a functioning musician? Probably. But is it more helpful to unionize? I don't think it tipped the scales one way or the other. Right, right. Yeah, just thought I'd throw that out yeah. there. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see how it could have, not without the upper echelon saying we put our foot down and damn it, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And that would the DSPs don't change that. Like if that had happened before DSPs, it would, I think it would have helped. I don't know if it would have completely worked, but I think at least would have sparked something. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I don't know if I'm more depressed after finding all this information or if I feel like empowered or a little both. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been sitting with the information for a while, so I, I'm. You had time to jot this. I just learned some of this shit on the. On the <laughs> you hit me in the head. You did me dirty. You held back in the text. <laughs> y'all, y'all, my co host held back in the text, man. We exchanged notes. I was sending him everything I found, yo. That nigga held back, man. He damn near got me in tears for the cry for artists artist on, on the podcast, man. He don't. Barbara wanted me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but nah yo but dog that was dope that was dope I think man I, I always enjoy man this is taking it back to the essence we got on our nerd shit today yeah um, yeah I love it yeah I always I always enjoy it man we uncover things that I feel like the greater audience the greater artist artist community needs to know right you know uh, and this is it's gotta be. It's gotta be important for somebody. You know what I mean. Somebody got to go get that twelve point seven five percent back, or know that you could go get health care, or or know that you have a pension sitting somewhere waiting for you when you finish. Right. You know they, are they send, Right. Are they sending? Uh, are they sending Grandmaster Cast? Are they sending any of these people money? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it like. And see, that, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Who, did they cover Houdini uh, exactly. ecstasy funeral? Exactly. Are they paying exactly. for that? So, are they? Right. Is there any money going to his family? See, yeah. Where's Where's the money why, in that pension? This is the significance and the importance of this uh, episode, and and uh, more specific, this topic. Facts. 
facts. And if if we're not gonna be able to unionize on mass, we at least need to get yeah, that's, what, what's that's owed to us. Ridiculous that the architects of this whole thing that everyone's benefiting from isn't getting nothing. Right. At all. At all. Um but yeah, man. I don't know. You think we did enough on this one? Do you think it's it's uh? Because I'm gonna get riled up in a minute. And start throwing shit in here. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I think we did enough. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. This is this was this was definitely a. a, a eye opening. Mm-hmm. Frustrating. But a little bit inspiring because you can't let people know that they can do certain things differently going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it ain't complete. It ain't a complete loss like that. But if we done enough, then I'm gonna ask people to go to uh, Facebook and Instagram and follow us there at Conversate for a Few. Be sure to join the the Facebook group Conversate Few Extended Convos um, on Facebook. We have some dope comments. We're going to definitely continue this conversation on there. Um, follow us on Clubhouse at John of Avery and at Alan Podcaster. Um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you'll know when all the shows come out. Uh, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. We promise it's coming. Uh, other than that, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This was a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Alan Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.